Welcome back, folks. Hope everybody had a pleasant and peaceful and hopeful Easter weekend. We have a health issue that's a little perplexing to officials and doctors. We have some recognition for the first black football players in Alabama. And we have a happy ending to a lost dog story. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. The Alabama Department of Public Health, along with the CDC, pediatricians, and some health centers, are trying to figure out exactly what's been causing a number of children to be diagnosed with hepatitis, reports AL.com's William Thornton. The ADPH said that at least nine kids under 10 years old have been diagnosed in Alabama since November, and two of them have even required liver transplants. They've not been able to figure out any connections among those patients. None had underlying health conditions that they know of. The kids did complain of gastrointestinal sickness, and that has doctors thinking the hepatitis outbreak may be associated with adenovirus 41. Now, an adenovirus often acts like a mild flu bug. It usually doesn't turn into anything major. The CDC is putting together a national advisory so health professionals can be looking for similar cases in other states. Now, avoiding adenoviruses is similar to avoiding other viruses. Try not to cough on anybody or let them cough on you. Wash your hands often, especially after touching gross surfaces or doorknobs that strange people have touched. Wash them for at least 20 seconds or at least as long as the chorus to Tennessee River. The regular speed chorus, not the one at the end where Jeff Cook plays the fiddle and they do it double time. A pair of college football pioneers were honored in a ceremony and with a plaque after Alabama's A-Day spring game on Saturday, reports AL.com's Michael Casagrande. John Mitchell and Wilbur Jackson were the Crimson Tide's first black football players in 1971. Jackson was from Ozark, the son of a railroad worker, and was the first to sign. Mitchell of Mobile transferred from a junior college and was the first one to get into a game. They said their time at UA went pretty well and that they didn't feel any real big burden over what they were doing. Mitchell, quote, I just wanted to make the football team. That was the biggest burden. Just wanted to be the first in line to show Coach Bryant I was enthusiastic about being here. All the outside noise, I didn't worry about it. Mitchell and Jackson now are both 70 years old. We all know how it feels to have a good dog run off or get lost. In Stacy State and Elam's case, the dog was a namesake that made it that much tougher to lose. The Charlotte Observer reported that Elam, who lives in Hayden, Alabama, named her black poodle mix Chris after her late husband. Well, Chris, the dog, got off his leash and went missing. Fortunately, he was chipped and turned up at an animal shelter on what she said was her 11th wedding anniversary. Although the animal shelter he turned up in was in Pender County, North Carolina. Now that's about a nine-hour drive, and longer if you're scared of Atlanta traffic. The shelter manager figured somebody picked him up while they were passing through town, Hayden, and lost him again when they got to North Carolina. Elam has some health issues and said she didn't have a way to make the trip. But you figured somebody who follows an animal shelter on Facebook was willing to make that trip. Holly Stahl of North Carolina stepped up to the appeal and made the long drive and made the reunion happen. 
Thank you all for listening. Lee says drier and calmer weather is going to settle into the state today and be with us for a while, so we got that going for us. We'll be back here tomorrow. Until then, you're always welcome to stop by and see us on the internet at AL.com.